1: Good morning. Welcome into the On Enquirer podcast. Breaking news overnight as Illinois has a new defense coordinator. It is an internal promotion, but not the name we all thought was most likely. Kevin Kane is leaving to join Purdue staff reportedly, according to Tom Deanhart and Matt Fortuna of The Athletic. Uh, Tom Deanhart of on Three. Uh, Kane will be the defensive coordinator for Ryan Walters at Purdue. Now going head-to-head against Illinois, an interesting dynamic there. But Aaron Henry is the guy Brett Buma chooses to be his next defensive coordinator. He's been the defensive backs coach for Illinois the last two years. He is one of the most entertaining guys on the staff when you hear him. And he obviously has developed really well, developed Devin Witherspoon into an All-American. Tony Adams had a really good season in his one year under him. Joey Wagner, uh, we reported the news last night, and again, Matt Fortuna follows up and, and confirms that Aaron Henry will be promoted to defensive coordinator. What was your initial reaction?
0: A little bit of surprise, right? Because we sat here earlier in the week and we said, well, Kevin Kane feels like the guy. Kevin Kane, Kevin Kane, Kevin Kane. And and I don't think we were we were wrong, right? But I don't think we were, it was like an off-base speculation because that's what the science pointed to. Uh, but Aaron Henry, I mean, Jeremy, I'll, I don't care. You and I have had a lot of conversations over the course of the last four days, five days. I didn't think he was a guy you could lose. Now, I'm not trying to minimize the loss of Ryan Walters or Kevin Kane, because, like, those guys are really good at this, and they were really important. Uh, but, you know, we wondered. We thought, would would Aaron follow Ryan to Purdue? Those two became very close in the last two years. And I thought, that's, that's not good if he does, uh, because Aaron's got that, similar to ryan similar to kevin that it factor of oh this guy's going somewhere i just didn't know that brett would go with somebody who hasn't been a defensive coordinator before who i you know i wondered if you could give him a co-title uh until you know i thought the succession plan was walters insert candidate be it kane or or, you know those pipe dreams for for jim leonard and then you go to aaron henry but Brett must see something, and to be honest, he's got a track record of finding defensive coordinators, helping them elevate. Aaron's got a lot of those those personality traits, so it was surprising, right, in a sense of we just didn't see it coming, but it's not that it doesn't make sense if, if those two things can work together.
1: Yeah, the reason we talked about Kevin Kane is, one, the title he had, two, the experience he had, and three, the feeling of people around the program that whenever Walters moved on, it would be Kevin Kane. But I, we didn't mention Aaron Henry and Andy Boo in, involved in all of this because, let's be honest, we knew Ryan Walters was taking one of these guys. We, we knew he was taking one. And from what I'm told, what happened is Bielma told Ryan Walters of what his plan was going to be, his secession plan after Walters, early in the week, and it was Aaron Henry. So it, it, it took this long to, to leak out. Um, and, and just to take you behind the scenes, this was leaking out. Like, it, it was clear because when coaches move on, they tell people, right? They, they tell their players, they, they tell their family, like, and it starts to leak out. And that's what happened last night. That's how it got to my ears. That's how it got to Tom Deanhart, Matt Fortuna's ears. And then it, it breaks. Bioma is supposed to tell the team on Saturday, listen, I, I know Bielma wants to tell a scene, but it was coming out regardless. Um, So Bielma got back and and has been on the recruiting trail. Uh, Illinois was well aware that this news was breaking on Friday. And uh, yeah, now he chose Aaron Henry. And I I don't blame him, Joey, because I know you thought Aaron Henry would be a big loss. And I I agree with you. I think Kevin Kane is a loss and he's a very good coach. We'll get into him in, in a little bit. But it's clear that Brett Bielma sees a clear star in Aaron Henry uh, and the way he communicates, the way he develops. And I think you got this quote out of Brett Bielma last year. He's just mature beyond his years. He does have the gift. I always kind of say that. There are just some guys who just have a presence factor. They can't really coach it or teach it. They just have it. Aaron has that gift. He's going to be an accomplished coordinator. He'll be an accomplished head coach at some point in his career. He's got that ability to see through the moment that he's in. Bioma has identified coaches in his past that he thinks are going to be coordinators. He's done pretty well of of doing that, whether it's Hankwitz at Wisconsin, um, obviously Dave Doran at Wisconsin, Charlie Partridge, who became a head coach, Chris Ash, who became a head coach, Ryan Walters, who became a head coach, and now Aaron Henry is that next guy. And this is taking away nothing from Kevin Kane, who I think the world of, but you and I know Aaron Henry's got the it factor. Like, like when it comes to that coach, like you're going to believe in him. He kills it in the recruiting trail. It's just, he's never called a defense before. while Kevin Kane has.
0: I want to, well, I guess we'll get to that point. Uh, uh, let, let's talk about how Aaron Henry got here. Right. I could, because I think that also ties in to this. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of calling a defense and maybe how Andy boo might be the most important guy right now in the Smith center. Um, Brett Bielma recruited Aaron Henry at Wisconsin, sat in his living room in Florida, you know, got this guy, right? That was a big win for Brett Bielmer. Aaron Henry was a darn good football player uh, for the Badgers. Aaron Henry was ready to do something else with his life. If I remember right, he was going to be a team chaplain. Um, again, Aaron Henry has quite the ability to speak to, to large groups. Uh, Brett Belma said, hey, why don't you come to Fayetteville? This was when Brett was at Arkansas and you know, just hang around. I don't want to run a camp. We'll give you, you know, some money to to be a, I don't know, a coach or an instructor, whatever whatever you want to title it at the camp. Uh, and just see what you like. And Brett Bielma had a plan, right, when he did that. He knew Aaron Henry was was somebody who could do this for a living and do this at a high level. Uh, and Aaron Henry after that was like, all right, well, take care of Brett. I, I appreciate it. And Brett said, look, just hang around. Hang around here for a while. Be around see if see if you like it and and got him in the hotel and and Aaron Henry was you know around the program and and then he got into coaching and then he caught the bug and then it's gone from there and Aaron Henry it's not like this has just been a guy that's got the you know I think he was a GA for Brett at Mm -hmm. Arkansas um, when he first got into it and it's not that he was just waiting for three years for his mentor and this guy that means so much to come back to college football he was with other programs he was at vanderbilt he was at i believe rutgers was the other one if i'm not mistaken And nc state with so Dave this, dorn he stayed with yeah that's right so i mean this guy's a he's really well thought of but the the caveat and i understand if you're a fan the caveat one you hoped jim leonard was was going to come to town or you hope someone kevin kane had defensive coordinator experience but i i think there's a lot of other presence around aaron henry and i and i think i mean he's a smart football guy too i, I don't want to you know, just say, well, he can captivate people and he knows the game of football. But, and to segue probably into our next point, is you got to surround him with, with some of that experience. And I think those last two years with Ryan and Kevin and, and Andy Boo in the meeting rooms were, were meaningful for Ryan and for everybody else in there. But, you know, I do think you want to probably help him have some more experience around him. Hello, Andy Boo. Yes. Uh, and, and maybe you look for that was you're filling one of two defensive, uh, assistant coaching spots, but he's had a really interesting journey to this point, Jeremy. And if somebody Brett Bielma believed him from the time he was 18.
1: Yeah. To me, this is a really high ceiling hire. Uh, and we we do have to remember Brett Bielma calls defenses, right? Like he's, he's a very accomplished defensive play caller, Himself, but I agree with you, and I think Andy Boo, who in our conversations with him, he's been pretty frank about this. Like, he doesn't want to bounce around a lot anymore at this point of his career. He's bounced around a lot with his family uh, throughout the country, and I, I do think it's important to keep him. So, you know, from what I've heard, like there could be another title, uh, you know, potentially for for another pro, you know coach on the staff. I don't know if that will be Boo or not. But a guy that's called defenses for seven years at the FBS level, including four years in the Big Ten, I think that was invaluable for not only uh, Brett Bielema, but for Ryan Walters the last couple years, to have that guy as part of your staff and someone you can lean on uh, and go to. And I, I wonder if Brett Bimo with one of these open hires, two defensive coaches they have to fill if he goes with a more experienced option. Of course, I do think you need a recruiter uh, as one of these, but you did lose a ton of play calling experience and defensive game planning when Ryan Walters and Kevin Kane walk out the door. And before we get to the rest of the staff, um, this is all this is all really good to see that you have coaches that are wanted elsewhere. Ryan Walters is a head coach. Kevin Kane is now a defensive coordinator. Both those guys got promotions, right? It's just made complicated, Joey, by the fact that they're playing at Purdue against a rival that you play, at least at this point, every year, this year, in the same division. Boy, um, you'd rather have them going elsewhere to Colorado or something like that.
0: Yeah, if you're a fan or – I don't want to – you probably are hoping. You're probably a little frustrated that Colorado just didn't go with the alma mater. That you know, the guy who graduated from there and hired him. Uh, that that would probably make this. I get it for fans. That uh, maybe a little easier to stomach when you don't have to see uh, two guys who are really instrumental in this resurgence on the other sideline. Once I, I a think, year, I think it's not just
1: fans, Joe. I think it's Bealma. Bealma would rather sure. not be going. I mean, it, it just it makes it a little interesting. And that's it's interesting young staff that Ryan Walters is putting together at Purdue. He's thirty. They're all under forty. Yeah, Kevin Kane's thirty-seven. Graham Harrell or Kevin Kane, yeah, thirty-seven. Graham Harrell, thirty-seven. Yeah, it's a very young staff, all under forty.
0: Yeah, it's, and in your recruiting footprint too, right? And you know that—that that I think, Jeremy, outside of the on the field, and you and I both think we, we've talked about how Kevin Kane has, we think, has built a really good outside linebacker room uh, on the recruiting trail and has developed those guys into really good players. He also was really, he he had a lot of those suburban Chicago schools in his immediate in-state region. You remember when Brett Bielema put the staff together, they divided the state up, uh, you know, here, there, and everywhere. And Kevin Kane was, and and he he had those previous ties anyway, right, from his time at NIU. That is something that, like, I'm curious what the, like, do do you look for a recruiter? Obviously, we say this, like, people who can recruit have a lot of, state national like it's not like you only recruit x territory right like I don't think that I think it's kind of a misnomer uh in recruiting but do you want somebody who has had their thumbs on some of that suburban Chicago area who isn't a brand new face when they walk into a high school I think that's an interesting dynamic uh and the other thing I think Jeremy is interesting not to I know I'm really not landing it's a little early Jeremy I've only had one (laughs) coffee this morning uh, Aaron Henry's a really good recruiter. I mean, like, really, really good. And Brett Bielema has been on the record of saying he prefers his coordinators maybe wear a little bit less of a recruiting hat. Does that change at all? Is, is that is something adaptable with, with Brett Bielema? Because your defensive coordinator is also a really dynamic guy in living rooms and and in high schools and on the trail. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. We don't have those answers. We talked to Brett and... Uh, I don't I'm not math. this afternoon so man, I, look I don't know that we're going to get a lot of answers to that point either uh, but there's uh, several interesting dynamics that play beyond just yeah. who are the two new guys coming in this is Tony Kornheiser show I'm Tony we, we expected someone else
1: Kevin Kane uh, good for him Uh, he deserves a a defensive coordinator job with what he's done in the past you know he's got solid experience there was really good at NIU I know the SMU numbers were a little up and down um, but it makes a lot of sense for Ryan Walters to hire him because Ryan said he might call the defense because he thinks he's the best coordinator in college football love that confidence and he certainly has earned that uh, after the last couple years but Kevin's been his eye in the sky. I imagine he will be again, and uh, it makes sense that he will stick with him. Like you knew one of these guys was leaving, and I think that's a that's a big coup uh, for Ryan Walters in, in a hole that Brett Beal has to fill as a good coach. I mean, what he's done with Isaiah Gay, Owen Carney, getting the best out of them in his one year with them. Seth Coleman evolving into a star this year before he kind of, kind of nicked up late in the season and not only identifying and getting i know brett bielman aaron henry are big parts of the recruitment of gabe ackis but getting gabe ackis to play at that level as a freshman he's a really good coach uh at his position he's got defense coordinator experience so uh that that's a good duo that that purdue is getting to start its defensive room there
0: yeah it's funny i was uh when I was over there, they have like the cradle of quarterbacks that's produced thing, but they also have, and I wish I remember the name, something about defensive end, like a den of defensive ends or something. I don't know, Kevin coached outside linebackers, but it's Carloftis, Ryan Kerrigan. Kind of the same picture, right? Yeah. Um,
1: George Carloftis, so, Ryan Kerrigan. Like they got a really good history there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's so I, I think that we, I, I want to be careful in, in how we talk about, about this because while we I, I think and I, I think you're in the same boat that Aaron Henry has a lot of potential at this I don't want to minimize the loss of Kevin Kane because that guy is so good at this mm-hmm. and he's he's going like he, he's on that trajectory I don't know if it's going to be the same timeline as Orion Walters uh, but he's on his way up in the coaching industry we thought Jeremy before Kansas hand, uh, hired Lance Leipold that Kevin Kane at his alma mater would have been a, a, a very reasonable and good option for them so I, I just want to be careful to not, I think he's a to future not head minimize coach.
1: that. I think he's a future head coach. Like, if Northern Illinois struggles again for another year or two, like, I think Kevin Kane, who's coached there, um, could be a real possibility. Like, I think he's going to be a future head coach. And and that's that's kind of the good news is, again, I was told by someone uh, at Illinois previous this year, like, with Lovey Smith's staff, you look around the room, probably didn't see a future head coach. Uh, with this one, they said there's probably four or five guys. And Kevin Kane was one of them. Aaron Henry was one of them. Barry Lunny, uh potentially one of them. So, you know, like people, like this is an impressive first staff that uh, Bielma has put together that already your defense coordinator is a head coach. Your outside linebacker's coach is a defense coordinator. Your DB's coach is a defense coordinator. I got a text last night from someone in Illinois saying, we're going to look back at that staff in 10 years, at that defensive staff, and say, wow, that was, that was an impressive one because you could have three or four head coaches there.
0: Yeah, and, and you know they pass the ear test too when you talk to them and you, like, I know like that might sound silly to hear because I, I think a lot of people can sound impressive, but man, that that was a really good staff and it played out on the field. I mean, they they played out into a really good defense that that staff led by Ryan Walters constructed. I, I do want to pose a question to you, Jeremy, because I've, I've thought a little bit about this. I don't know that I have the answer, so I guess you better. Uh, how similar or different? or is it just apples and oranges, is this to Illinois basketball summer of 2021? Obviously, a, because the numbers in football, is, it's different, different than everybody, but what what are the similarities and differences there?
1: I think you're going to have, I mean, there could be more turnover here, right? Sure. We, we, we don't know. Uh, this is coaching carousel. Things can happen. Um, you know, Ryan Walters, does he want more? I don't know. I, from what I heard, he wasn't trying to raid the entire Illinois staff. He thinks too highly. Brett Bielma for that, but he's got to build his own program now and compete against Brett Bioma. So
0: he's got 5 million reasons to do whatever he's got to do to win football. Games. We say, we don't know. It's going right for coaches. these days.
1: Yeah. So like he's, he's going to take one that, that he trusts and Kevin Kane. He certainly trusts. It certainly is a reset. Uh, that that's one question. I, I can't wait to ask Aaron Henry when we get him is what is this the same defense? Uh, or, or I would imagine they do a lot of similar things. Uh, but how is he different? Um, But again, why would you mess with something that's working yet? Terrence Jameson, Andy Boo potentially coming back. Um, So, yeah, I I think it's I don't think it's quite that because you still have the same offense coordinator. I think most of this offensive staff is going to be back, right? Like George McDonald, Bart Miller certainly seem like they're going to be back. They're recruiting right now. And then, you know, Jameson, Boo, Henry, that's still three fifths of your defensive staff there, along with Bielema. So. I, I get that. It's a lot of turnover. It's a lot of turnover for a team that was successful. But when you get a guy that's promoted into a head coaching role, which Illinois hasn't had in a really long time, I guess this is part of it. And it's just part of college football right now, Joey's, We talked about the coaching carousel, transfer portal. Every year is some kind of reset now in college athletics, whether it's basketball or football.
0: Yeah, I guess my takeaway from from, from as I kind of sat on those, and look, everyone's going to approach it differently in terms of how they view it. But if, if you trusted Brad Underwood to replace and replenish, and I think Brad earned a lot of that trust, even though there was a point in July of 2021 that it felt like the sky was, was falling down on, on the Illini Inquirer message boards. Do you have that same trust in Brett Bielema who, who has orchestrated a good turnaround? I think he's earned a, a lot of trust to, to replenish those. And he's got a deep contact list and, and he knows a lot of people. He's got an eye for all of that. I'm just trying, I, I think that's kind of my takeaway is, yeah. How much do you trust in, in, in what this rebuild has been and, and his past? And his past carries a lot of weight on that, too.
1: I think the one thing we've seen throughout Brett Bielma's career is he's pretty dang good at this hiring thing. Not that he's infallible, right? Like there, I think sure. in Arkansas he probably made some mistakes. Uh, he made first, a mistake at Illinois. First year at Illinois. First hire he made at Illinois. Uh, as offense coordinator was a mistake, but he quickly corrected that, right? Um, and I think we've seen he's got a deep – deep rolodex if we have those anymore i think he might because he's still got that notebook that he carries around
0: everywhere i might get you a rolodex for christmas
1: i might like it i kind of like having <laughs> those things right now just on my desk but these are very desirable jobs too right like these are power five assistant coach jobs and to be honest with you sometimes these power five assistant coach jobs are better than lower level head coaching jobs sometimes they're better
0: than lower level coordinator jobs Go ahead. John Lewis.
1: That's right.
0: I mean, it's yeah, not only is it a Power 5 job, Jeremy, it's really a Power 2 job. It's a Big Ten job. If you get into the Big Ten or SEC, you largely don't leave. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't at this point in the game with the money flowing into those two conferences unless it's a a big, big promotion or you're going home like like Jeff Brown.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is Beelma's got a high-powered agent who's got connections everywhere, and Illinois has got money. They got a, a stable thing going here right now. Um, and I think they got kind of an exciting thing going right now. So I, I think Illinois got a really good sell to go get some people. Who those people could be, man, assistant coaches is, is much harder. Like, I know I had Aaron Henry on my others list, but he was on the list, right? Like, he made sense um, if, if you weren't going to go with Kevin Kane. Can, do we, we put the Jim Leonard thing to, to rest here. Can I, It just never made sense for Jim Leonard to leave Wisconsin for Illinois. Like... It just, it never made sense. And talking to people at Wisconsin, like, I get it. He knows being defensive coordinator role, but Luke Fickle just offered him the job. His family owes Madison. I'd imagine he's going to the NFL.
0: So let's go to the Packers, huh? I think that'd be, but can you imagine, like, I'm just trying to imagine a scenario. I'm having a little fun here. That yeah. Jim Leonard is like some sort of coach at Illinois. And I think that's a very far-fetched scenario. But it's like Wisconsin week. And he does the Rob Lowe NFL hat and sits in the stands for, for the game. Just just sees himself out of of dealing with that. But yeah, dude, these are hard because you don't know who knows who where. And Brett Bielema had made an interesting point when he was asked about this uh, during the season, late in the season. He said, you know, I've got a list of three. We I think we've used that quote till the end of time at this point. But but the interesting part was there'd be times where he said he would coach against somebody and say, hey, I like how they coach that position. We don't really know this this coach other than the fact that, like, oh, I like the technique that those defensive linemen or those outside linebackers use. And you start to do a little research. We know Brett Bielema is – he's not in a bubble, right? He pays attention quite a lot to the world around him. Uh, so I think that's another element you have to put in here. And I thought your point, Jeremy, was really key. Agents. Agents know a lot of people uh, that – Brad Underwood has a really good agent. Brett Bielema has a really good agent. and that's Like when people hear agents, I, I think they might just think like, okay, get the most money here, which obviously is the job. But it's also who else do you represent? Who do you know? What what kind of ties can you make? That's why these positions are so hard to project. Yeah.
1: Two, two guys, like there's free agents out there because coaching staff's got – Jim like, Leonard. A, yeah, right? And my mind immediately goes to Wisconsin – not because of Jim Leonard, but because of Paul Christ, right? Like him and Bielma are really close, right? Like they coached together, obviously Bielma had him as his offensive coordinator. And there's two guys on that staff who are free agents now that like, I'll throw out those names just as speculation. This is not like me reporting this, but Bobby April, you talk about a guy who developed well at a position. This guy coached Andrew Van Ginkle, Zach Bond, Nick Herbig, all, all big 10 stud outside linebackers recruited Chicago suburbs a little bit uh signed four-star prospects at Wisconsin he would make sense the other guy there's another guy on that staff like Ross Kolajij um who I heard a lot from about Jamel Howard and Roderick Pierce because he recruited the heck out of those guys out of Chicago to go play defensive line for them now could he be an edge rusher I'm not sure but he was a GA under Bieloma at Wisconsin in 2012 and then he's been uh, with Chris ever since he was a strength coach and all that so like those are guys, like, if you're going to speculate, like, some kind of connection to Bielma's coaching tree, but sometimes that doesn't matter. Sometimes Bielma just knows a rising star or hears about a rising star um, that he really, really likes and decides to go get him. Like, Kevin Kane didn't have, I guess, Dave Doran a little bit, but, like, not not many connections there, but he identified him as somebody he really wanted on his staff. George McDonald, the same thing.
0: Kevin Kane was a GA for Brett at one point. Is was, that he? Right?
1: was he? Was okay. he? Yeah
0: yeah i think so i don't i should look at that in a second um yeah those two names if you hear those like you hear the ties to chicago You're like right. i don't kevin, harp- kevin kane yeah.
1: was a ga for two years so that's my bad
0: yeah i, I don't want to harp on the the ties to chicago but but i thought kevin kane did a really nice job in, in that area and, and obviously you've heard about recruiting the state and and, and brett bielman has not made a secret of that and he's backed it up and i i think it's important to get somebody who can. Right now you've got Terrence Jamison, you've got Bart Miller. Those guys have ties up there on each side of the ball. George McDonald. Uh, you, George McDonald. yes too, thank you. Uh, but you probably don't just, you, you wanna make sure you've got enough ties in there. And, and I don't know, maybe that won't be a, a priority uh, for Brett, but those two names are interesting because they have recruited this footprint. And like, uh, it's, I don't wanna keep making the, like the, oh, Brett Beal is building Wisconsin in Champaign. But you can do a lot worse than building <laughs> Wisconsin and if you can build Wisconsin south in Champaign uh, obviously with the different offense I know that would be the immediate difference by taking a couple of those free agents and, and who know this Big Ten who know the Midwest footprint who have had success that would be an appealing area and you've got ties I, again that's speculation neither you or I are reporting yeah. that but that'll be interesting Jeremy and, and to your point, yeah, Illinois has got money. I don't think Aaron Henry's going to be making Ryan Walters' money, so you, you've got some money to to throw around there a, a little bit. We don't know what Aaron's contract is, but Ryan was paid as one of the best defensive coordinators in the country, so that, that that's a uh, when there's money, there's interest, and, and when there's success, there's interest, and when there's a, a upward trajectory if for career if for program, there's interest, and Illinois has kind of got all those three things right now.
1: I would imagine one of these guys has to have some connection to recruiting Chicago suburbs, mm-hmm. probably. Right. Cause that's where yeah. Kevin Kane was. Uh, Ryan Walters did a little bit locally. Um, but again, if Aaron Henry does as Bioma does with his defense quarters, take a step back recruiting, I don't think it'll be as much because he's so dynamic in that area. Um, but you probably need, right. Some, somebody that is a good recruiter. Like one of these guys is going to have to be one of your better recruiters, and then how much does he weigh having somebody with a lot of experience? Um, that will be interesting to watch. It would be interesting to ask Bioma if this news becomes official today. We can ask him about it later today. Uh, but it, it's an interesting move. It's a move, obviously, we didn't see coming. Uh, a lot of people around the program didn't really see coming, at least that we've talked to. Um, but it's certainly Aaron Henry, you and I, think is a rising star and was going to be a defensive coordinator at some point. We thought maybe a couple of years from now, But Bielma clearly thought he was ready and that he couldn't lose him.
0: Yeah, and we don't know where that. I mean, Aaron Henry's a guy who's built quite a few ties in this industry as well, Jeremy. So where, you know, that was coordinator for him was probably coming sooner or later somewhere. I I don't know that you would have gotten two more years of him, let's say, as defensive backs coach. I just think it was it was getting to be his time to do that. Uh, But yeah, someone texted me this morning, uh, not. I mean, he's literally somebody I know, a fan in Illinois. So, are you surprised by this? And I think that's the question. I don't know you and I – I mean, I know we talked about it on the outset. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not yeah, When, when not. I got
1: that, when I got that news, like, because I heard Kevin Kane was leaving. Okay. I got a
0: text from you in all caps like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I got I – got, I knew that Kevin Kane was leaving. And then I was told the reason was because Aaron Henry was getting promoted. And that was – yeah, that surprised me. It did. It it did surprise me because I thought it was as clearly we said, I thought Kevin Kane was the most likely internal promotion, or I thought Bielma might go big for, for Jim Leonard. I didn't think that was very likely. Um, But I thought it would be someone internally and that all signs pointed to, to Kane. So yeah, I was a little surprised.
0: But I think we should add, and you and I had spent quite a bit of time talking about this because I don't really know what else we had to do, but speculate uh, amongst each other. It was interesting that it wasn't just okay ryan walters is going to purdue an hour or two a day later you get a press release kevin kane has been promoted to defensive coordinator I, we we thought the timing the different you know not having that immediately was something of note and it turns out it was uh but you you know what do you you can't really report like hey this is interesting because you know yeah. there's a platform right and we don't want to you got to make sure you've got all this stuff ironed out, but that was interesting and really interesting. Uh, and yeah, man, it turned out it was, it was interesting for a reason.
1: Let's bring this up before we get out. Cause I'm sure people want to know any kind of roster fallout. Do you expect from this? Um, I, I don't know that for sure. Um, obviously Kevin Kane helped recruit Gabe Ackes, but Aaron Henry and Brett Bielma were kind of the points of, of that recruitment. Um, obviously, he recruited Jared Beatty and Pat Farrell and Calvin Smith. But again, these other guys are very involved. And I think Pat Farrell wanted to be at Illinois. Jared Beatty wanted to be at Illinois. Uh, you know, Defensive backs have to be happy. All those guys that uh, Aaron Henry recruited out of Florida have to be happy. So we got signing day coming up. So I just wanted to bring that up, Joey. Do you expect any roster fallout from this?
0: I, I don't I, I think you and i have always steered clear of speaking in absolutes and sitting here and saying yes or no because you don't know and i don't want to speculate about you know x- player could go you know you just don't know but what what we do know is there's a lot of personal relationships with, with players and position coaches and, and i think that's fair to say like hey that's I don't think you and I or anybody should turn their blinders off and say, nope, not happening because it's college football, man. And you can transfer and you don't have to worry about anything. Uh, or you can decommit because no one signed anything at this point. So I don't know. I mean, you hate to say yes, you hate to say no. And I think more of us should probably say I don't know at times because we, we don't. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming days. Uh, when does the window, The it's uh, more fun mid, to say, when does the portal close?
1: Uh, Mid-January. So like right before – Jan- well, spring semester starts.
0: Okay, so I mean the, you'll probably know then, mm-hmm. right? Like, Obviously it's going to open back up uh, I think in spring and uh, late spring, early summer, uh, but I think you'll probably know by that point and we'll know by Wednesday if any commits are bound out of this thing because you can sign on Wednesday and, and it's been pretty evident to us that Illinois, if they're in on you and October and you're committed that they would generally prefer you sign with them in yeah. December. Uh, so any late signings are either late fines or you kind of, kind of had to battle to the end there. So it'll all come. And I understand like there's a degree of patience, but I, I hate speaking in absolutes about yeah. this stuff because it's, you, you can't, I mean, you just yeah. can't.
1: Uh, when, whenever anything changes, right. It's possible. Uh, it's possible. But I think bioma has got been pretty upfront with his team with his players, with his coaches, with his recruits about all this, and I'm sure he was on the phone with a lot of them over the last couple days about all this coming out. All
0: right, anything else to add, Joey? We thought it was interesting that every picture Brett Bielema retweeted from the recruiting trail, Aaron Henry was at his side. Look, Jeremy, you, you and I, I'm not afraid to say this now. We know, like Kevin and Ryan, Kevin Kane and Ryan Walters we got close, Aaron Henry and Ryan Walters got very close in those two years, too. And you and I wondered, like, oh, boy, are you going to lose both of your defensive backs coaches Mm -hmm. uh, in in one swing here and two rising stars, uh, you and I think, in one swing here? Uh, So then we saw, and and we have been talking, of trying to find any tea leaves. We can find there are not many, by the way. Uh, We looked, and it's like, okay, Brett Bielema retweets, so-and-so in home visit, there's Aaron Henry. There's another so-and-so in home visit. There's Aaron Henry. I wonder these two must. I mean, they may have had the same hotel room for the love of God. I don't think Brett Bealma. Do not and leave Aaron my Henry side, Aaron Henry. To, yeah. yeah, I don't know that they've left each other's side over the last week.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. Like Brett tells you know his players and his his recruits to keep things pretty hush. Um, obviously things leak, but I wonder if he was telling them that hey, we got a plan. Aaron Henry's my guy. He's the defense coordinator. He's down in Florida with all these these DBs, right? So
0: figure that out Doesn't that feel right like I, I don't want to report but like I, I'm just trying to imagine because Brett Bielema knows how to like make a splash right like I'm just trying to imagine you're in a rec- the, the home of a recruit uh that, that Aaron was one of the leads on and Brett Bielema I don't know if he had a full band follow him in it's like meet your new defensive coordinator but does does that not feel like a Bielema thing to do I, I mean as long as you feel like that recruit is not going to go scream it from the mountaintop. <laughs> that's that's what I wonder about. <laughs> he,
1: he might've said, Hey, just trust me. You're going to be happy with this hire. He might've just said that, but um, yeah, I'm sure he was hinting at this with them as well. So a uh, big move for Illinois football coaching staff, a big shakeup losing two very talented young uh, defensive minds and defensive position coaches who develop their position extremely well but i know brett bielma obviously is very very excited about aaron henry taking this role and of course there there's fallout from all of this with with more assistant coaches uh on the way and i'm sure brett bielma already is underway uh filling positions that'll be very desirable out there in the coaching industry joey wagner thank you man Thanks, man. Thanks everybody for listening to the Illini Enquirer podcast. Give us a follow rating review wherever you get your podcast. Uh, subscribe to us, smash the like button on YouTube, and check us all, check all our work out at a We'll talk to you guys later today after the Alabama AM game for Illinois basketball. Until then, everybody take care of each other. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Bye, everybody.